0: lovejoy actually <laughs> um i genuinely i genuinely feel shy oh uh, well, okay
1: welcome to <laughs>
0: sorry go on right go
1: welcome to lovejoy actually this is episode six the reason em is giggling is she is nervous because we've recently discovered that we have lots of followers on twitter and sort of in real life so welcome we are discussing to sleep no more
0: To Sleep No More, which is not written by Ian Lafrenet.
1: It's actually written by David Brown, which brings me to uh, some corrections that we have. Erratum. Is
0: that what it is? Errata. Oh, so (laughs) sorry. Because
1: we have several. See, Lovejoy would know, because we think he probably has a classics degree. Mm.
0: Um,
1: The first thing that we thought we ought to mention is that we realised in the first couple of episodes that we didn't credit the writers in every episode, and we should be doing that. And at one point, we mistakenly said that ian lafrenet wrote every episode and he didn't ian lafrenet created the series based on the books by jonathan gash Um he's written most of the episodes that we've discussed so far with the exception of two one of which is the Axeman cometh which was written by terry hodgkinson and the episode we're going to be discussing today which was written by david brown
2: anyway let's carry on we'll with carry on we've got erosal. more uh, 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 helen has an, a second correction we do indeed so uh uh, and apparently I have to say this correction in French, um, alors en épisode 2 on disait que Vial était un, un caractère pas très français et un peu on se moquait de, oui. de Vial et après on, on, a, on a appris que la femme de Terry Hodgkinson oui. qui a écrit l'épisode est française et c'est pour ça Qu'il a écrit, sa, uh, ce, cet personnage français. Alors, on est désolé qu'on a <laughs> beaucoup yeah. moqué uh, Vial. Je suis désolé, pour Je suis désolé. Pour Madame Oshkinson. Uh, and <laughs> short version is that, yeah, we realized that we were mocking Vial, the French character, a lot. And we discovered that Terry Hodgkinson, who wrote the episode, his wife is French, and that's why he wrote a French character, and then we I felt really think bad. we were
0: mocking him. Well, we were sort we of were saying that new, we, we were enjoying his we French. We were like, oh, it's a French, has but a baguette. We liked his baguette. We were just I weren't sure his, um... about his
2: cup of café. <laughs> em <Yeah.
0: laughs> has another correction. Oh, no, this is my classic rock correction, so I just... If you thought you felt bad about taking the mickey out of a French accent, I... I cannot believe that I got this wrong, and I need to apologise to fifteen-year-old me. I'm so sorry. I said that I had um, got some pictures from the back of a Soul and I suggested that one of these pictures was of George Harrison in a bush. It is, of course, John Lennon in a bush, isn't it? The other- yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. George is wearing George is wearing a very ah. kinda cute cowboy outfit. Paul's smoking a fag which ties back in with us talking um yeah. last episode about everyone, mm. or, or not last whatever it was, about people smoking. Um and R- R- I can't remember what Ringo's doing, club- uh, pulling he her face or something. No, 18 times the And we also said, and we did correct ourselves, but then I edited it out because uh, that's my right as the one person who is editing it. Um, we said that Sting sang a song called I'll Be Watching You. It's, it's not called that, obviously. We know that. We all know that. It's called Every Breath You Take, Um I guess Sting wrote it, but it's when he was with the police, right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I just realised I should probably have researched my own no, <laughs> correction. No, no, you're
2: right. Well, we can correct the correction next yeah. time uh, if it's wrong. Gordon Sumner, but he decided not to call himself Gordon Gash. Jonathan Gash? I mean, it's a ridiculous name, isn't it? He's called Jonathan Grant in real life. I love the fact that he was like, oh, Jonathan Grant, that's a bit dull. I need a pen name. I'm going to go, okay, what's
0: that? Sounds- Gash! Do- <laughs>
2: i mean i don't know you know how how much you guys know about sort of slang but certainly when uh, <laughs> when <laughs> i was younger gash meant i'm pretty, pretty sure. damn awful
1: You should have gone with muff after muff pistol yeah mm. jonathan John muff, muff jonathan muff pistol so he's yeah. like a hyphen. Hyphen 80, yeah because he's quite posh <laughs> double barrel <laughs> name, <laughs> jonathan muff pistol we're gonna hand over to helen just uh who's found a summary i think
2: of the episode I have indeed. So, so yeah, we're, just, we're talking about episode six of series one, which is To Sleep No More. So here's the summary that Em found online somewhere. So, as usual, leaves a little bit of detail out. <clears throat> Sam, an expert copyist, keels over and dies of a heart attack on his way to meet Lovejoy. Sam's widow is robbed of a snuff box Sam left her, so Lovejoy steals it back for her and realises that Sam made it as a clue pointing to a stash of stolen antiques. <laughs>
0: that's a bit of a theme, it is, isn't it?
2: And also unnecessarily elaborate. Lovejoy sets out... Oh, it carries to, on. Lovejoy <laughs> sets out to find them before Sam's accomplices do. So, I mean... Right, none that of that's describe, right, I is mean, it? Well, it, it does describe vaguely something to do with the story, but I don't think we know that when Sam dies, he's on his way to meet Lovejoy. No, no right? it looked like he was running away, wasn't he? Was he? Running, away. running away. He was running away from a shadowy character. I mean, he
0: was where... Love Joy and Gimbert
2: and
1: everybody lived. It was mm. one of the more dramatic openings. It, 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 really opened, there,
0: didn't so that it opened
1: in this classically British way on a on a cricket a cricket field and then we see Charlie Gimbert just sort in of his just just oh. about to go out to bat. Um, and then this chap sort of legs it across the lawn, collapses in melodramatic fashion, <laughs> and apparently dies, although nobody takes his pulse. No, he literally just I, fell on the I floor can't and everyone went, oh, oh, well, then. he must be dead. <laughs> he had a good innings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a little bit... Uh, we were all shouting yeah. at the screen, come on, somebody Please somebody, help him. CPR. CPR.
0: Like, yeah. thing, I think in the 80s maybe people just didn't... CPR existed in the 80s. We, I'm
2: sure we learned it in first aid at school. Yeah,
0: we that's learned a, well, it. We learned it on Duke of 90s. Edinburgh. Duke mm. of Edinburgh's mm. award. Have you two both got a Duke of Edinburgh yeah. award? Yeah. ah, uh,
1: oh, uh,
2: Stayin' Alive. Stayin' alive. Alive. Oh, alive.
0: That's how <laughs> you do CPR. Yeah, they so weren't, like, they, that wasn't so to
2: do with Duke with, of Edinburgh. Without the singing, when you do CPR, you sing
0: staying alive, and the rhythm singing, yeah. helps you do but it. But not quickly. out loud because it's a bit distasteful. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, he died. But but what? (laughs) Why was he having a heart attack? Because he was running away from somebody. He'd seen like a mysterious figure with a hat, uh, like all in black, looming.
1: We were quite pleased though with the opening
0: because it kind of opened the door once again to some very bad acting which continued throughout <laughs> yeah the man acting having a heart attack everyone knows if you have an heart attack and you're acting it i don't know in real life you clutch your arm um, didn't you? you clutch your you go, oh, yeah it in my a arm.
1: rookie error he clutched his chest yeah. fell to the floor and everyone went oh well he's dead No, he's gone no pulse, one no one sam. felt a pulse or anything what's no. his
0: name sam have i got wrong? sam wendell and he
2: was supposedly a friend of everybody lovejoy and charlie Gimberts. but yeah like you say they were just like oh he's dead we're not even going to check his pulse. We'll no, know, he's we'll
1: dead. Just, we'll just leave him there on yeah. the on, on on
2: the cricket so field. Poor, poor old Sam. So we went to his funeral, didn't we? So we? So then we went to his funeral. The wake? The funeral. The wake. Which, strangely, so Lady Jane is hosting the wake, which we're not really sure why, because apart from the fact that they live in the same area. Well, the, the church
0: was right next door to Valsham Hall. Yeah, but does she just host a wake for every funeral I said my
1: track? mum used to live next to the church. She didn't just host yeah. random wakes for people. <laughs>
0: well, they all knew Sam, though, didn't they? They did, I they, suppose. They I suppose did. did. Like, we... all, the, all the antique dealers, it was that thing again of, like, everyone knows everyone. So all the antique dealers turned up. Uh, Dawn, who's not actually called Dawn, she's called she Helen. She is called Helen. Thank, Thank you, you Kim, Kim, for the correction. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so um, and we knew it was her because she had the cigarette holder. And Dandy Jack was back. I love Dandy Jack. Dandy Jack. I really like everything about him. He's not. Well, he's a bit camp, isn't he? But he's just in the cat. He's just there. Like, just being completely accepted and not made fun of and not. I just really like him. He goes into
2: the cafe and asks for the greasy spoon café that Lovejoy frequents, and asks for a tea with lemon, which is fantastic. In the eighties, particularly, that would that would have been seen as very sophisticated, rather sophisticated. Mm. Wasn't it, wasn't it? <laughs> Actually, before so in the wake, before we go to Felsham Hall, we do. Um, First, go via the pub. Oh, yes. Oh, we God, all about that. Tinker's had, you know, one too many scotches. There was Tinker, a- is Tinker excell- was an excellent drunk
0: Tinker in this episode. hammered, and I they think- hadn't even been to the funeral, so it must have been like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And uh, it's amazing, and we learned that there's, uh, is it Arnold? Arnold's it peeved. Arnold.
2: Someone's after Lovejoy. Basically, Lovejoy's screwed him over. He's sold him some spode, but... And this is as classic along the lines of Lovejoy, oh, well, if I sign a painting, it's not a forgery if I sign my own name. Similarly, he he said to Arnold, oh, I only said to you that these those yeah, I mean, could be. Could be, supposed, be. Yeah. They might be they look be, like they could
0: be. And you were quite happy to take them. Which so. I think is fair enough. <laughs> and if they're not sposed, I mean, that is your fault. You should have...
2: Wow. Well,
1: except that obviously Lovejoy did know, so is there a moral implication mm. that actually he... he You know he was deliberately misleading someone, he's just making a little linguistic point. Although oh, I well, like felt... actually used the word could, so yeah. it's okay. But it mm. felt like
0: Arnold knew Lovejoy. He'd had dealings with him before, yeah. so surely he should have So maybe he should that he was know, an absolute... Yeah. But, well, I feel bad now. I was going to swear about Lovejoy. Fine. So, There was so the most the fabulous fight. Yeah, and it, I think this time... Yeah. I don't think it. Well, I know it was fake fighting in that I know they are actors and it's a television programme, but I felt like it, it wasn't was like quite closet. as like, stagey and crap as it has been in the past. Except. What did he sit on? I thought that it was like, darts. I thought no, it was that,
2: some cri- cribbage like pins, you know, like they're playing cribbage and they're putting the. I don't know what cribbage It in. looked painful,
1: whatever it was. it was.
0: And someone threw a. Who threw a drink? Lovejoy threw his drink on. So, Charlie. Uh, on Charlie Gimbert but he wasn't aiming for Charlie well he
1: probably was wasn't yeah. he I think he was probably pretending that he was oh dear he got caught in the crossfire I mean, what a you shame to it was great, oh. three drinks I have say, to say, say an really outraged really Charlie Gimbert was quite a sight <laughs> yeah and then good. the police
0: turn up and Dandy Jack and Helen just spin this Yarn to make it look as though Charlie Gimbert and Arnold were the ones who were rowing and Lovejoy's completely in the clear. Yeah. So I'm not surprised Gimbert's pissed off with Love- I'm not surprised Arnold's pissed off with Lovejoy. But it happens quite a lot in this episode where, like, something's going on and the police turn up
2: literally
1: There's within There's not a seconds. lot to do in Suffolk. They are probably just tailing him along with the woman from the Inland river. But where, yeah.
0: where were they when the lad had his bloody flintlock pistols? Oh, yeah. Were they, yeah, they, they, they were
1: or when the cottage was on fire. They were less, yes, they were less good. Yes, when he was... Yeah. Oh,
0: I was going to say when the Americans were chasing, him, but that must was on say, the Isle of Man. So that uh, was a different police. Force. Assuming this
1: is chronological, I feel like Lovejoy has recovered particularly well from his ordeal. Yeah, hasn't uh, he really? Yeah,
0: he's just yeah. been. He's been particularly when you particularly death. when your
2: man pulls a gun on him later on in the episode. Yeah, and he, he doesn't seem the least bit bothered. He's not suffering any kind of dramatic no, effects from no. his previous experiences. There no,
0: were well, like. No, we'll later. The other
1: thing I did notice, actually, which was useful, so uh, there's a lot of, and this amused us hugely, there is a dodgy priest in this episode <laughs> who turns, out, who turns out not to be a priest, and just rather in the same way as there was the Jewish character who turned out, out not, not to be, be Jewish, Jew. so this is a, a theme. It's a theme. Um, and it's a guy who was who dressed up as a priest in order to
0: what sort you... of inveigle is it's inveigle the right way to put it? is yeah, yeah, the way yeah.
1: to
0: put it. I've never seen it written down before. uh To sort of inveigle his way into the village because um this was a chap who had uh, he'd been in prison. So that you've got a fake priest, Father. I won't say Pele. That's not what he was called. Pele. <laughs> Hello. and he, and he's a sacristan and, Maradona. And, no. <laughs> and Father Peel keeps turning up. Did he go to the funeral? I don't think he did. Did he? He did because uh, Maggie, Sam's widow, yes. talks to him at the funeral. So basically, yeah, there's this there's this dodgy priest guy going around, and um, he, he goes to Helen. Not this Helen. <laughs> Helen in the program's antique shop and just nicks some stuff by putting it in his hat, like the least. Um, I guess the idea is, as a
1: priest, I, I presume part of the reason he's. Pick that disguise is because oh, no one would suspect a priest what did occur to me is the last episode that we discussed mm. the Judas pair we commented about the fact that they changed the occupation so yeah. in the book he was a priest and in the programme he was a doctor which and
0: ruined I, that whole thing which, which I thought ruined it? the whole
1: thing and I wondered if it's because somebody because a different writer somebody had already written this episode and they thought well we can't have we two, can have two, we can have two bad, evil priests
0: bad guy priests <laughs> <laughs> one of them, like, although one of them would have been a real priest and one of them would have been a Fake but they, they were still both really yeah. bad guys
1: and I thought, you know, maybe they were thinking, oh, we don't want to look like we've
0: like you know, we got do, it we in, in for the, the church. We
1: don't, to, we, don't we, the we don't want to lose all our Christian viewers. So. <laughs> so uh so that so that was that was a bit strange but it did mean that lovejoy also got to dress up as a priest which was hot which was amazing <laughs> it was rather wasn't it it was quite so, nice so i can't believe i said that so loud. It, was. But
0: it was it, it was but it
1: was it was quite hello like, to our vicars who were listening
0: yeah um, but no
1: it, it was quite nice but the thing that really really made me laugh and this is only because i stalk priests but when they had that little debate with the, the receptionist you really knew quite a lot about vicars
0: yeah, she's More than a normal casual so is,
1: observer would know about maybe because... she,
0: Maybe she's got a degree in theology, but she's been reduced to I don't to think you learn in... that in a
1: degree in theology. You write a whole essay about different dog collars.
0: Oh, I don't know. You have you to might write about write... the buttons and the Council of Nicaea and what the buttons mean.
1: I think you're usually writing about like the Pentateuch and uh, I don't you know, know all that sort of thing.
2: Right? Anyway. Anyway, so so, a so this, is, this is the hotel receptionist. So basically, Lovejoy figures out that there's this priest because several people mentioned him. So Sam Wendell's widow, Maggie, says there was a priest at Awake, Helen says. This priest came into my oh, shop didn't, and nicked So basically, he, several people mention that they've seen yeah. this priest. So Lovejoy's like, "All oh, right, okay." And someone says they've seen him staying at the Rosary. <laughs> the flowers, not, not the that beads. Kind of rosary, yeah, yeah. So that he, so Lovejoy dresses up as hot Lovejoy priest, hot priest Lovejoy.
0: Why? Yeah, it oh, was quite... That's weird that that's hot, isn't it? Is it like a white coat thing where doctors are hot? I'm not saying... No, no, no. I'm saying I'm uh, Ian McShane. Well, you just... You, mm. I mean, Polly's exempt from this feeling weird about this because she just thinks Ian McShane's hot. Also, why did he never button his shirt up this entire He did time? button his vicar shirt up. I yeah, was, yeah. Well, yeah he wasn't, he so. wasn't like a bare-chested vicar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it
2: was summer, we found out, so, you know... Oh, which brings that me is. on to the other thing that
1: featured in this episode that we commented on in previous episodes was Eric's fabulous oh, Eric's struck lying struck again. He's, and his lying gets worse. You think he would get better and he would learn, and it gets progressively worse. Well, that's
0: because he's just naturally honest and beautiful. I lo- I loved Eric in this episode, actually. So, I feel really bad uh, for fancying. When the guy. Everyone loved <laughs> When the guy who is
1: chasing, chasing him to try and get the money back for the spode that Arnold. could be spode, Arnold, Arnold and his spode, and he comes and knocks on the door, Lovejoy hides. Eric answers the door and says, Oh, no, no, no he's not here. But then has to come up on the spot with an incredibly well, really elaborate yeah. excuse. And he comes up with the excuse of, Oh, he's in Scotland, but he's stuck because they've had to get the snowplows out. and <laughs> which Arnold says, Snowplows, it's summer. At best reply, Eric just goes, Not in Scotland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, like never, it's in it the other is. hemisphere. It Kind of never makes had sense. Summer
1: in Scotland. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: with him. It was yeah.
1: beautiful last week. I was up there last week. It was 27.
0: Oh, Scotland in Edinburgh. I mean, we are in the middle of a horrific the heatwave, heatwave yeah. which is why none of us can think straight. That might say why. anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But well, hang on. So I get that Lovejoy was going to track down Father Peel inverted commas to find out. He knew he was faking it. He knew this is a bad guy. He knew he had to get to the bottom of it. But why did he have to dress up as a prince? I reckon it's because... <laughs>
1: Again, priests being um, you know trustworthy because he you goes he goes in and says, yeah, I don't think a hotel would. I think they would be in trouble for sort of data protection. Oh, you've got a dog collar on. Well, like, you can go right upstairs. That's yeah. fine. But
2: it kind of makes sense because all priests know each other. All priests know each other. He's more likely to be his mate if he's a dog. But mother. all priests but, do
1: know each other, by then, the way. Then, I
0: know a lot of priests and they all know
2: each
1: other. Exactly. There you go but
0: say, well, so, does that fit with what the receptionist said? Because she was like, hang on a minute. Why would you be... She didn't say friends, did she? But you're a... Anglican and he's a Catholic. She applied, How did she know this? It was lovely. She implied something slightly
1: sectarian though. She said, wait a minute, <laughs> you're wearing you're you're an Anglican and he's a Catholic. And Lovejoy made a lovely comment about how he was in ecumenical relations, which oh, I thought was rather really nice. nice. That would be I was quite an impressed, ecumenical quite, matter. Quite impressed with a receptionist <laughs> who is an actress who always plays receptionists because she was, because she appeared. Well, she looked her up on IMDb, she No, I did look her up on IMDb. It's Rebecca Lacey who played Hillary in May to December. Oh, I loved resolved May to a, December, few years <laughs> When, when, we finished, when we finished our 61 October. episodes of Love like, 71, 71, 71 isn't it 71 episodes but she um, yeah so she was at Hillary from to December but she knew a lot about a lot about priests so there you go and priest clerical dress
0: so, was her speciality with clerical dress <laughs> <laughs> so he confronts him and it, well, no he doesn't He's, he goes he turns over his hotel room doesn't he looking for the reason he goes looking for the priest is because so the widow Sam Wendell's widow um,
2: Sam, before he died, has given her a beautiful music box, which Lovejoy says to her, oh, it's beautiful, it's not worth anything, it's one of Sam's fakes, because Sam, I don't think we've actually mentioned this yet, no. is a forger. And
0: oh, um, we learned what a forger is really called. Oh, sorry, a copyist. a copyist. Apparently that's much
2: better than calling them a
1: forger. It's quite nice, because it's increasing our knowledge about forgery, which we learned a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, we
2: learned we're, yeah, we're a lot getting lot about... fully into the so, forging
0: world here. So, right,
2: so, so she has this music box, and then it's stolen from her house and lovejoy suspects the priest because he's been hanging a boot so that's why he goes and uh finds him at the hotel but then we discover lovejoy knows him it's not father peel it's smiley o'reilly <laughs> which when is the best what i love is as soon as he rumbles
1: him earlier on he has when he's acting as a priest he gives himself the worst sort of uh, plummy British RP oh, does, accent. Doesn't he? Oh I'm a priest. Do I have a Hello. Bible box? I'm looking for a, a Bible I'm box. I'm a priest. And then Lovejoy rumbles him and he immediately goes, Oh right, Lovejoy, you've <laughs> caught me out here like, like, on oh, all, like bird all the baddies. It's all not the not baddies birdies birdies. have that accent. What is it
0: what is I was gonna say in the front, end. it's not even fucking in the front, end, is it? What what is the problem with a Cockney geezer? Yeah. Clearly that was shorthand for bad lads. Dodgy bastards. I mean obviously broadly it's all about things and people
2: pretending to be what they're not.
1: One of the things we did find, because we, we sort of having having um, having talked about this, there were quite a lot of callbacks, and it interested mm. me because this is one of only two episodes that we've had so far that haven't been written by Ian Lefrena, and it made me wonder. And actually, I wonder if if uh, Terry is listening, or if anyone else who knows is listening. There,
0: Terry?
1: Is um Is whether the writers got together because these can't have all been written in isolation. And actually, you are the characters. They are the episodes are joining together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are lots of callbacks to uh, forging and forgery, mm. and I don't just mean well. Obviously, we're writing about an antique dealer, so obviously he's going to know about that. But this idea of the noble forger, mm. and he said he's a copyist, never knock a copyist. Turner was a copyist, and now his copies are worth more yeah. than the originals. And and there's a kind of like a classical role, you know. So there's all of that which was discussed yeah. so much a few episodes ago. Um Then there's also you know the the implausible lie and eric's character really developing <laughs> there are so many things that you you would think they were all written by the same writer and and they're not and that just i don't know that that interested me because it's still quite early on we've got yeah you know we're not even or we're we're just i think just over halfway through series one yeah yeah we are. six series we've and got a long way to go and the characters have already developed and often they wouldn't have been yeah. really
0: at this stage so i don't know that that's interesting maybe that's just that maybe that's why it was so popular because Maybe it, it is incredibly well written. And, yeah. and the yeah. characters are well done. And well, yeah. the, the main characters. I yeah. don't know, some of the peripheral characters are a bit like. A bit stereotyped, yeah. a bit. But, you know, that's, you've only got 40 minutes. It's true. And it was the 80s.
1: We haven't talked about George yet. We ought to talk
0: about oh, George. George's George and his wallet. Oh, so well this... maybe we should explain why he finds George yes well yeah how does he find George well hang on a sec so, he's, so he, he figures out Smiley O'Reilly he fights with him and he gets back yeah. the music box doesn't he yeah so that's great so he's got the music and box the big... music box gives him the clue that then will introduce us to George so he takes the music box to Lady Jane and goes this is classical music and I am not posh what is this music that it is playing? And she goes, oh, it's Bach. Why were they over-pronouncing Bach? Quite Bach, they say Bach, well? Bach. It was very stressful. Bach. Which think I'm I've sure... I've been pronouncing it wrong all my life. But I'm sure that isn't right, because he wasn't
1: Dutch. Like Van Gogh or Van Gogh or whatever, isn't that? Yeah. I don't know, I've never heard Bach
2: ba- No. He's not Welsh, for goodness sake. <laughs> anyway, so Bach, so yeah, the music box plays Bach. And I'm not quite sure how they make the connection. Oh, that's right, so then Lovejoy asks um, Maggie, Sam's widow oh, when he gave you this music box, what was he doing? Like, where was he working? Mm. And she says, oh, he was working at Bursford Hall. Um, I
0: love and the then, fact that you've written that down. Yeah. As though it was a real place. It's a real place. But I'm well, sure we, we, may discover, we may discover. We may discover from Twisted. the big. It probably is a, is a real place. place. <laughs> and so,
2: obviously, Lovejoy asks Lady Jane, well, what do you know about Bursford Hall? Because as we've already learned, all the Aristos know each other. Mm-hmm. And um, so she says, "Yeah." Basically, uh, the woman that is up there is a nympho. Um, <laughs> I
0: forgot about that. She does. She ju- does actually, really actually slanders her. Yeah, she does she's, actually call it. Yeah. Do you think she's jealous? I think. Well, I think by the when we get to the end of the episode, mm. we'll see that she definitely was. She is super jealous. duper jealous because Lady Jane's already identified that the bark. I was going to say song. It's not really song, is it? Coral Oh, thank you, Helen. Uh, it's called uh, "Sleepers Awake." that's important I feel like we forgot mm, to say that the sleep awake. sleepers awake um, and yeah and now so Lovejoy's got this clue another clue about Burstford Hall so off he pops to see uh, what was her name I, uh, have we so, just written Nymfo Celia Matic I've
2: written Celia Matic <laughs> also hyphenated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hello lovely to meet you oh, this is Matic <laughs> Would you even call me Celia? It really does actually sound like a really posh name. Matic
0: Nympho. Matic I Nympho. can't like it. When I live in my big house, I'm so sad that I don't live in. That's what I'll rename myself. Matic Nympho.
1: Matic, Matic Nympho. Nympho.
0: So yeah, he goes to see Celia Matic. And that's where we meet George, who Polly was talking about okay. earlier, who's got the most amazing hair. I'm trying to work what? out if George was just there for comic effect. Well, he was part of their evil kind of yeah, gag. Yeah, he was in I on know, it. I know, but he,
1: he wasn't very... Uh... <laughs> I didn't feel he had a pivotal role. He he bought tea and scotch. He had a dodgy mullet. I mean, it, it he was, didn't say anything. He didn't well, say anything. Well, it costs more though, doesn't it? To pay out if they speak. That's true.
0: I do know that. I do know that. I thought it was more like the Pen and Teller thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to be mysterious. And his <laughs> mullet was because Eric's got a mullet. And he wears it with a plop. love joy has
1: got a mullet in the next series. Yeah, but yeah, this... George had a terrible was mullet. Was it a
0: mullet? It was more like he had a, just a completely different hairstyle at the front to the back. That is a mullet. I know that is a mullet, but it was very <laughs> severe. It was incredibly severe. He looked like, um, what's his name? Ian Curtis. You think that George like <laughs> Ian Curtis? He didn't really. I think Ian Curtis is beautiful.
2: I don't think George was not beautiful. Um, anyway, so yeah, George is there. we've seen so
0: someone else. And it is, so it's implied, oh yeah,
2: I only talk about dead rock stars. Yeah. It's implied that Celia Matic's having it off with George because she does say, oh, he gets jealous. But see, I mean, she is a bit of an info, Celia. Like, she does really try
0: She and... also
1: wasn't that attractive, though. I found Lovejoy usually goes for the... It's all right, you can of... be...
0: Trust me, you can be an info without <laughs> being attractive. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but as in... As, uh... <laughs> oh, Celia. Well, she stroked his hair, didn't she? I think basically the thing with Celia is... We're we're calling you an info just because it's that Her still... reputation
1: went before her. Well, yeah, that.
0: and it's still unusual for a woman to go. Oh, you're kind kind of hot because you can't manage to button your shirt up ever for some reason, uh, so I'm just going to like touch you up a bit and like. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of open shirts in
1: here, and I'm not sure I like the look. Yeah, to be honest. Well,
0: he had a, well. There were some things Lovejoy had on this episode that I absolutely loved. I loved his scarves. I loved his black Levi's right at the start. He was wearing a lot of scarves. I
1: think that's Fial's influence as well. You know, this, I, yeah, it was, a was chic very, French look, it was, isn't it? Yeah. he had a lot of those contential. quite quite thin scarves. You know, and he was he was quite. Uh, I did
2: write down
0: Lovejoy favors a scarf Lovejoy favors a scarf. Well, he does. He does. He does. He well, he, he just wore it really well. Who else had nice stuff on? Well, Lady Jane had a terrible outfit on at one point. Oh, oh. this awful tight. I mean, to be fair, she was at a funeral.
2: That, that was before yeah. the funeral, wasn't it? Was it? before great notes. I, oh. um, <laughs> I think it was before the funeral, because she wasn't dressed in funeral mm. garb at that point. Mm. But then it's, later, she had a beautiful like white sort of flowing oh, kind of nice. dress thing. That was beautiful, so...
1: So the next thing that happened, we then end up at a uh, a rather plush party at Felsham Hall. Oh, it's lovely! We, with uh, we see we meet Alexander again, who we've not seen H- for a Where's while. Where's he going? Houston. 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 We had a bizarre chat, didn't? We about a work trip to Houston, and she said, "Oh, you could take me to New York." And uh, wasn't New York
0: incredibly dangerous <laughs> in nineteen eighty. We
2: all kind of looked at each other like. I- I- why? Do you want to go
0: to New York in 1986? Don't know. Yeah, if I had a time machine to 1986, I don't think I'd choose to land in New York. No, no, no but well, maybe, maybe she just meant a very specific area of Manhattan that she knew. I don't know. <laughs> I'd choose to land in Lavenham in I
2: 1986 because you 1986.
0: could live in that bloody cottage. That's right. <laughs> I'd just go? hide
1: behind a bush and watch Ian Rickson. <laughs>
0: Next to John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> Next to John Lennon. Yeah. Where would oh, I go? 1986. I'd just go to London. That's where I would always go. <laughs> me. It doesn't matter what time it is. It's, yeah, it's... So we went to this party
1: at uh, Felsham Hall, but I think Jane had just rung Lovejoy because she had unveiled. It turns out Jane is yeah. a, a, a very much into the life of her local village and local yeah, yeah. society because she was doing the flowers at her church. I was well, good old right at this
0: point. I was like, she is so obviously in the Wi. I love her. I'm so, in the Wi. This is it. This is where we discover how in, involved in the local women's institute she is. Just, and that never happened. Never happened. Was, she was just I seeing was the flowers in the church.
1: She just upset the organist by
2: leaping with excitement to the <laughs> tombstone, didn't she? she, yes, did. so she there was, it
1: was a, not a tombstone, a
0: uh, plaque. Yeah. Moral
2: plaque. Yes, she discovers in the church.
0: I feel like I've just suggested that the WI is religious when it isn't. The WI is secular <laughs> as opposed to religious. But, yes, that's, but Lady Jane is. join your local WI employee. But, but Lady Jane is very
1: involved, obviously, in her local church because that is what ladies narrow now... Aristocratic persuasion, a want to, to do. do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. So she was, um, she was in the church, and she uncovers. She picks up the flowers because she's going to replace them, presumably. And she sees a uh, memorial plaque for someone that says "Sleepers Awake," and she goes, "Bing, <gasps> Bing, <gasps> Bong." That's the music from the music box. It's a clue. And then she rings Scooby and then <laughs> and just sort of leaves him to it. Then she goes off to her party where she says that she would quite like to go to.
0: New York in 1986. 1986. I mean, she 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 doesn't say in 1986 1986 because she is in 1986. At
1: which point, Lovejoy, who was dressed as a priest, only you know days earlier, breaks into a church, picks the lock (laughs) of a church
0: (laughs) with Eric on lookout. Oh, and Eric gets super duper scared because it's dark. There's a bit of a storm brewing. Tinker's not arrived yet for some reason, and then when Tinker does arrive, he's in the pub, isn't he? (laughs) He does this really silly spooky stupid thing with his hands and Eric is, just loses his shit. He's really frightened and, and I felt so sorry and, for and him. And Tinker's you, response
2: to that is probably the best line in the whole episode where he says, that fifth scotch made me playful. Oh, <laughs> playful Tinker. There's something <laughs> a little bit... Scotch playful Tinker. Playful. There's something a little bit
1: disturbing about a playful Tinker. <laughs> <isn't there?
2: laughs> oh, playful I love tinker.
0: tinker. I love Tinker. <laughs> So say so told you he'd come round. So they go into he was your boyfriend. So they go into the church, and it w- i I
1: have to say, I thought it was all going to come to a bit more of a head in the church than it did. It was somewhat disappointing.
0: Well, well, I thought it was quite dramatic. So they they break into the crypt. The, they go under the the plaque, under this Easter plaque. They find the sleeping antiques. I didn't really explain where the sleeping antiques came from. So when
2: we did, so when Lovejoy goes to see. Ciliomatic, and she explains that, info, that get
0: there, it was right. a, there was,
2: a, we find out there was a fire at Bursford Hall, and so she lost all these antiques that were burnt in the fire: a constable, a pewter plate, a Charles the First tankard. Yeah, and there was loads of stuff, loads but it of was things, basically just
0: a massive insurance scam, but, which we find yeah.
2: out at the end. A small constable, she's just a small, just a small constable. constable. She says. So basically, she thinks all the, she, we, we think we that think she, she thinks that they were all lost in the fire, but they're under the church. But Lovejoyce thinks, aha. This that would explain, this would be Sam Wendell's little nest egg for his mm. retirement to the south of France with his wife.
0: If he hadn't had a heart attack on a cricket pitch because he saw Smiley O'Reilly chasing yeah, him Yeah, we think it was Smiley O'Reilly chasing him. Mm. We're led to believe. So they get into the crypts, they find this stuff. That should be the end of the episode, shouldn't it? Yeah, we find something. No, let's go and drink champagne in an the attic. <laughs> there was no. There was very little champagne drinking. There was, there was no. a lot of scotch
2: drinking.
1: The um, the, the baddies were, were drinking champagne. The oh. baddies were drinking champagne. It's what it's what aristocrats do.
0: Yeah. Mm. So they and they so they find stuff. But then, out of the shadows, looms. Smiley O'Reilly. And somebody... Right, there are two things here, actually. So somebody at that point, potentially Lovejoy, says, oh, Bigora, it's you, right? And now I'm thinking back to the receptionist who said, but he's a Catholic priest. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't an Irish priest be Catholic, right? So... Do you think maybe the actor just couldn't do an Irish accent, and they just went? They just it? said, "I'll
1: just be East End like all the other baddies." Yeah,
0: and they and they were like, "And we'll just keep in the other lines that suggest that you might actually have an Irish accent." He's called Smiley <gasps> O'Reilly, so I think he's of Irish, of Irish descent. Yeah, I mean, my, my, so that could also be why people. Wouldn't. My
1: family are Irish. Yeah, but he was descent. saying
0: he was Father Peel to the receptionist. She didn't know he was Smiley O'Reilly. Did she? Unless say he was Irish, she said he was Catholic, which is not the same. Thing. I was going to say. <laughs> i'm aware i am aware listeners before quite, your tweeters i do lot.
1: understand it's quite a lot of catholics in the uk <laughs> uh, hello sister uh, catherine <laughs> who's sister catherine she's my nun oh, oh hello sister catherine at
0: work that's so nice why <laughs> oh, is not i have a nun at work oh because i'm i work at some of those anglican <laughs> <laughs> i've realized in, like literally immediately i she, get it
1: find out, she's not my nun She's, she's belong, not... She's. Oh, I thought that when you started like my, working my own there, own everyone, everyone got And this personal is And this is your desk, and this is your nun. <laughs> <laughs> I would be freaking delighted with That to me.
0: <laughs> personal nun. Yeah. And this is...
1: We'll put your mug in the cupboard here, and this is your nun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She'll be there for you if you ever need to discuss episodes of Lovejoy.
2: <laughs> Actually, I reckon nuns would like Lovejoy.
0: Yeah. I'm Although, sure nuns would like I mean, that. Can nuns watch Tony? I think it probably depends on <laughs> the order. Of I, look, have I, got a, have I got a theology degree? No. I think it probably depends what order of nun. Yeah, are. Um,
2: I
1: think some of them would probably watch TV. And yeah, what kind of what kind of nunnery? Or...
0: Anyway, so, sorry. No. So, Smiley so, arrives, pulled a gun in a crypt. Yeah, it's so he's, scary. He's
2: there. They they've got their antiques, but he's there, so he takes them. Eric
0: is and literally le- weighing
2: And they decide the thing to do is to they manage to escape. He just runs off with the antiques and just leads into it. They manage to run up into the bell tower and ring, and all ring the bells. The bells. To alert.
0: <laughs> Can't see me doing that. I'm ringing some bells. And there's miming ringing the bells. Also, Lovejoy really enjoyed. I noticed this. He loved using the word campanology. He did. So I think he does have some sort of education, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. Because, what the bloody hell's campanology? Bell ringing. Bell ringing. You can get oh, a brownie. Why didn't he just say bell ringing? You can get a brownie
1: badge in campanology these can days. You? you? can. I mean, Lovejoy's yes. education. <laughs>
0: like the you said these days. These
1: like days. You couldn't get that in the eighties. Well, no, well, you couldn't when I was a brownie because I would have loved to have given that a go. We but can't we're too old to be brownies now. We'd have to be... What I loved though about and it's the Guys. same the same church I think where he goes up in the he goes up in the bell tower basically to I assume to ring for help. <gasps>
0: Oh, just this... remember something. The cricket match was in aid of the bell tower. Yes, it yes, was. Yes, yes. Gabriel. All,
1: all it all links in. But in later episodes, in much later series, you find the same thing. There's an episode much, much, much later on, the point where Lady Jane has gone, and we're into the Charlotte, the Charlotte Cavendish years, where he ends up locked like in a bell Cavendish. tower, ringing the bells to try and get somebody to come and rescue. So him. So if
0: we've learned nothing else this episode we've learned that if you're trapped in some village somewhere you need to Envelope. get into the get into the bell tower in the bells yeah i'm sure in real life I feel it like would be locked we- <laughs> oh, we should go to a Suffolk church and see if we can get into the. Bell- oh no, let's not do that. I was going to say get into the bell get- time and ring the bells, and then suddenly like the police are on. Then they will <laughs> because the, cool. the police
1: are just lurking. They literally the are. Corner. They literally <laughs> are. and they then they turn up, don't they? That brings it, us the whole way back. Not around. until a little bit later on, he has to go round. First of all, he goes oh, back no, he around goes back to, Hall, to he, he goes to Felsham Hall and uh, invites himself in for a drink to the posh dinner party. The housekeeper, not hates a brandy the and housekeeper the was brilliant. She loved the housekeeper. She was a lot, Mrs. Cameron wasn't it she had an excellent dress at the end he kept deliberately swearing
0: in front of her it was very very funny really
1: just he used the word fart in front of her once which was quite risque and funny for 1986 I think yeah But no, he he goes back to see Mrs. What what was her name? Matic uh, Matic Nympho. Nympho. He goes back to see mattock Nympho because he solved the riddle at this point, and he knows that all the things that she claimed on the insurance were actually uh, still in existence; they hadn't been been burned. So he goes back. George is still there,
0: and at this point, I'm literally screaming at the television. Why are you going there? ring the police that's what you do in this situation you don't go there to confront them yourself. you already know that Smiley Riley had a gun yeah. which you're apparently not terrified of Last despite week the fact you, you nearly got shot and he nearly got shot, nearly shot in, on the bloody not on the Isle of Man but when Charlie Gimbert was yeah. chasing him around with a rifle it, it, In this year so blows, this year, this year he, alone
1: he? he's almost been shot several times yeah. the law yeah. of averages says eventually somebody's gonna get him but he still goes back to see Mrs. Matter <laughs> Info
0: maybe he secretly did quite no, oh no didn't. she was awful he didn't. He didn't.
1: So so he goes back and I can't
0: remember what happens then. Well, George has a fight with him. George oh, looks very
1: weak. So compared. To there's some really more nice. fabulous fighting. I did love too. the bit. The the fighting was trouble. There's a lot of falling backwards over oh, things. And, and, he, and caught, he was so
0: worried about all the answers. He caught the little
1: this little ornament very deftly in his hand as he as he went flew backwards. Caught this little ornament so it didn't get knocked off. And that was the little joke at the end because then actually, um, what? He, hap- I think he
0: didn't he twat someone over the head with it.
1: But then he gave it back to her and said, Don't worry, it's a fake. Yeah. So actually that one is a fake. He's just rescued all the real the real deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So he he totally turns up that and so they're all this is when so Celia Matic and Smiley O'Reilly and, and George are toasting their their cunning plots. So this is where we they're learn. Ill-gotten that, that she and George were in on it all the time. So they'd got some they were in on the insurance fiddle um originally when the fire was set, but then actually Sam had kind of double fiddled yeah, them. He, by hiding an, by hiding the antiques away and keeping them for himself. So Which then, actually if you think about it, it's a bit is there no honour amongst thieves. Not really Apparently not. not no. and so they're they're toasting, getting all their their uh Goodies things back. back with champagne, I believe. And that's when Love Joe turns up and they have the fight. And then the police do turn up, but we discover that actually this they have been phoned this time, they haven't just been lurking around the corner. And it
0: wasn't me ringing back to
2: 1986
1: in a panic this was lovely we 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 find out we find find out who's phoned them and it was rather sweet wasn't it well was it sweet i think it was sweet lady jane had phoned them and again this is a lovely this is a, a sort of echo of later episodes because actually spoiler alert women are always getting him out of trouble in later episodes. Well, Lady Jane, yeah, Charlotte, there's like, But I think that she's ran the police lot.
0: because she just hated celiomatic nymphoma was jealous. Maybe it is kind of implied, isn't it? Maybe, but she
1: still manages to get him out of trouble. Yeah, and um, you think for a moment, obviously, that they're going to arrest Lovejoy. She is presumably Lady Jane, because being a lady of an aristocratic persuasion, she's (laughs) she's trusted, you see, because she's upper class, exactly like the vicars. Yeah, exactly. So she's told them everything, and then of course they go and uh, arrest Smiley O'Reilly with a whole list of offences because they said, "Well, you've been in possession of a fire, a legal, an illegal firearm, and his nose is bleeding." As well, because he's been hit in the face with a fake antique. I do, I mean, you know. They basically say you're a philanderer and you've been waving a gun around Suffolk yeah. and uh, you've, you know, breaking and entering, I think, wasn't it? something? There was there was so was much, and leaving the, the hotel without paying. He left the hotel without paying, of course he did. I and mean, we
0: we were surprised, actually. A real he... priest would never do that. <laughs> he was very flagrant in his gun ownership. Toten. He just sort of wandered around. <laughs> gun Toton. <laughs> <laughs> Gunton, smiley or rally. It doesn't sound as good in like a Suffolk accent or, or
1: an Irish accent, which he yeah. doesn't um, So that was it, really. But,
2: um yeah. well, and then we do learn one final thing in the end, which um, is that Lovejoy has swiped a couple of the... Oh, so yeah, of, we, course of course he, he has. He has. thinks
0: he's so given back he's all exactly the Exactly what he did with the bloody Arab hat and the Roman horse. Yeah, yeah, and he swiped a couple I of see items a, pattern, himself, the a
2: of thievery. Including the original music box yeah the, which he then gives back to sam wendell's widow which is actually quite which yeah, nice. so instead it's of sweet. her
0: getting the fake that he made as a clue it is the, the genuine article yeah so and, a, and again
1: i think he gets i think eric is it eric that teases him and says oh you know you just claim that you're helping a little old lady and isn't that nice but again he did sort of do that in the judas pair as well yeah. oh, she wasn't a little old lady but well, and it, he
0: did it for um he, well did he do it for the housekeeper in the Americans one, I keep calling it the Americans one, the Isle of Man one. No, he didn't. No, Do you remember no, the no, housekeeper there was are... on the. Wait, he was so nice to But her. he is nice, he does tend to be. He, I, he was quite lovable this episode he was quite say. lovable and this is it I might mean, just be because i my head was turned by the but his shirt was just constantly i open. think again though,
1: this is the thing where, when we sort of move away from the books because in a couple of episodes we've got the last episode that was actually based on any of the books oh and, and i'm
0: reading the book and it's really good and the
1: book is really good it's very very dark and i think his character if anything when they after the hiatus and they come back to the second series he is even nicer they make him... Oh, well, I might go off him. No, no, they I'm make... saying this.
0: Sorry, Eric. He's still I dodgy. He's
1: still dodgy ass, but they... he gets...
2: I think he gets softer. He He's always, got a very soft side. He always does, like, nice things. There's always a good motive, but there is always something in it for him it's as well. Yeah. I don't think you'd really ever do agree. anything purely altruistic. I think the other reason, I think the moment that he absolutely had it in
1: for Matic Nympho was when <laughs> she makes a comment, which is the one thing that you absolute, absolutely do not say to Lovejoy. Oh, Lufjoy, yeah, he was furious, where, wasn't he? And she, she says about... Um, is it, who is it? I'm trying to remember who it is she says about somebody oh, he loved antiques for their own sake whereas I love them for their profit yeah, yeah, he like are value. Be sick. I love their value, and it's that thing that again really does come across more, even more so in the books. Yeah, yeah, um, comes across like, in the books. He does throw up on many occasions yeah, he's because like, when, he's so overcome.
0: He's in Venice in the book that I'm reading, and yeah. he's like, "Whoa,
1: this is yeah. too much." Because he can't, he can't deal with too much history. He, you know, with, with with he sort of becomes overpowered by antiques. So the thought, it's sacrilege. The thought that somebody would um, like them purely for their value and not for their their aesthetic aesthetic value their
2: intrinsic historic you know the feel of them what they mean that's really interesting is it because that's definitely in there but that also really contrasts with the other theme of this episode and also previous ones about the fact that Forgeries and fakes are really important, and but actually, again,
1: it's how they're done is so important. And, and oh, there's a yeah, there's they've a, done
2: them in like a respectful
0: manner in
1: in the books, oh. and it and it comes up in in the book The Gondola Scam. And sorry, I keep mentioning with the Great California game the <laughs> big- I, mean, I was like,
0: when, no, she's right, going she to it, she episode, mention it, is, without
1: mentioning it, I'll oh, be no, really, really upset. Okay, I haven't mentioned the lost colony yet. Oh no, wait, no, I have. There you I, go. I just have. Um, but uh, in in those books, one of the things that makes him really really angry is is fakes and forgeries, and it, he is very specific about. Well, if they're done like this, they're okay, but if they're done like that, that he doesn't like dishonesty. So you know, it, I think it is important. He, okay, he was taking the piss a little bit, but it, it was. He was almost sincere when he said, "No, no." I said they could be spowed because I don't think he ever would lie about antiques, because that would be sacrilege. Yeah. So
2: so it's important because I suppose I'm just trying to figure out because if there's a history and the, you know, value of them and and what they mean is so important, because obviously a a forgery doesn't have that. Because it does, it has its own value. If it's one that he's he talks
0: about the if it's been the done noble correctly.
1: the idea of that noble forger. in noble In no and the noble copyist in this episode and the noble forger that talking a lot about forgeries in um uh, I think it was the third episode, wasn't it? When Tinker bit?
0: says um Forging's a good honest yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good good honest forger. So there is a difference and it's a real nuanced difference, mm. but there is a
2: difference. So what do you think for Love Joy is like the the purpose of doing a forgery is it to pay homage to the original, or is it just to make money out
0: uh, of other people? I don't think, think it, it. I might don't be think the it's to make money. Well, is it to make money? You enjoyed Scamming out of that Bible box and the Jade. Mm, yeah, he kind of likes it. But oh, the, Jade, of the Jade idea. was helping out. Whatever her name was. So what? What did we learn oh. then from this episode? What was our? I learned that I have more in common with Tinker than I'd like to believe. <laughs> Do five scotches make you playful? <laughs> Five gins definitely make a Yeah, let me get so gins. I've, I've seen her after five, five cocktails. <laughs> Tinker was just amazing. I love Tinker this episode. I want to see more of him. I want to see more of his d- drunkenness. I just, I. Obviously, my heart belongs to Eric. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be ridiculous about it. But I can recognise. I think I would just like to go. I was going to say down the pub with Tink, but actually, I wouldn't want to go down the pub. I would want to start down the pub with him, but at like half eleven in the morning, and then just (laughs) see where the entire week took us, and we'd probably end up in bloody North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, North Carolina. I'm I'm being very restrained this episode, not talking about North Carolina. Um, What a violin. I've learned the importance of clerical dress. In determining well, denomination, yes, which yeah. I should already have you should have known. learned that long ago. I, I, I did. It just never occurred to me that it would be. I didn't know that a receptionist from uh, from
2: Suffolk would, would would know that. But then why not? So that was there. yeah, that was yeah. interesting. I think I learned. We haven't mentioned this, but I learned that um Charlie Gimbert and Lovejoy. We've talked about this before, but it was just there again that they do really secretly love each other. Yeah, I mean, you don't throw because, a drink
0: over someone unless you really care about because them,
2: they. In my like, experience, I've never thrown a drink over you. <laughs> 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 later later everybody <laughs> but yeah because like, uh, when Lovejoy goes to Gimba and you know to basically they have a bit of a spat about oh you know you threw you got me thrown out of the pub you got me arrested you threw that drink over me and then the next minute, Gimbert's helping him out with yeah, this mystery yeah. and saying, oh, yes. oh, let me check my records for you. Who bought those things at the auction? So, like, yeah, let me, they, let me are, they Fred, did, didn't they? they Fred's
0: still alive, everybody. Uh, the old man uh, that we were worried was going to keel over. Fred, yeah. So, yeah, I think I learned
2: true. that, yeah, there was definitely a very deep affection yeah. there. If I was in any doubt.
0: Do we have an antique of the week? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Because well, were they? From, well, Again, I guess they were all
2: fakes, but they weren't. No,
0: no, they, no weren't. Ones they weren't. They were hidden under they, the church, They then. weren't this
1: time, but they weren't as prominent in the episode. Really, mm. it, it, the episode was more about the the people and the motives and the you know the plot.
2: I think mine would have to be the music box. I think the, mine the, is the, the fake. All or the original, the Samuel Pemberton.
1: It was. Music it box it was bath. Bath. Yeah. <laughs> I like
2: the music. Does I do like know the know how "Sleepers
0: pops. Awake" actually goes? Because all I could hear was twinkling. Oh, twinkles. I, I did
2: recognise it, but I struggled to recreate it now. But yeah. we can we can post a clip. We, we will. We'll, we'll find, we'll find we'll a clip out. We'll find it on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that sir. YouTube. 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 We're talking about. The internet, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the information superhighway.
2: Remember what it was called that? Didn't exist. Did it exist in It didn't exist in nineteen eighty-six. Well, it, I mean, it, it might it have existed, existed in Tim Berners
0: Lee's head. Yeah, I yeah. think well, yeah. it
2: existed like technically, you know, where amongst like, nuclear physics in America. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: was well, that might was be our TV. next errata is well was the internet invented you'll yeah, yeah. we'll find out i'm looking at um oh <laughs> yeah you can find us on the internet
1: 1983
0: well, the internet was invented read but out the thing
1: it says um uh arpanet adopted tcp slash ip on january the 1st i don't know what either of those things mean 1983 and from there, researchers began to assemble the networks of networks that became the modern internet. There you go. The online world took on its recognisable form in 1990 when computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee invented the
2: World Wide Web. Oh, boom! boom. So this was before this the was, information superhighway. But it was it was maybe it was after, ARPANET was after, is the
0: antique of the. Week? It was yeah <laughs> yeah. I think it. I think it should be ARPANET. Um, so you can find us on ARPANET I mean the internet. Is that what it's called these days? The internet? The, in- the internet. What do you call it? So
2: uh, it's just called online now, isn't
0: it? You can find us online.
1: You can yeah, you can you can find us online. Um and actually we would love to get some more Twitter followers. Thank you so much to everyone who's following us on Twitter and uh correcting us um and updating us and arguing with us and and just engaging yeah, with us. Yeah, we Thank had no so, idea so that much.
0: anybody else <laughs> it's brilliant. Love to watch Lovejoy along with us. Oh, it's great. We're having a blast. You've, you've made it's lovely to have you with us. You've Let's made us f- very, one. very happy. Anyone who's not following
1: us yet, you can follow us on at LovejoyAPod. On Twitter, on Twitter. And, and Insta. You can follow Heck us yeah. on either of those and we will post... Uh, our antique of the week and various uh,
0: pictures we've been yeah. posting a lot of
1: pictures recently
0: so just rate review subscribe that's how people can find us um and thank you kim for your really lovely message yeah, thank you kim and we
1: would love some reviews uh to get us listed in on itunes because then more people will find us more lovejoy fanatics we can all find one another so if you want to go on yeah. there and just pop on a review which reminds us yeah. you know, we reviewed this episode what re- what score are we uh, going to give this episode yeah.
2: I did really enjoy
1: it, but I I, it, it wasn't kind of. It wasn't one of my favourite ones. So I
2: would probably give it. Are we allowed to do half marks? Yeah, yeah, six and a half.
1: I would ten. I would probably only give it. I probably only give it a five. It had funny moments, but the plot just felt a little bit like it was following a pattern. It felt yeah. a little bit cliche. Still managed to get confused in places, but maybe that's me because I'd had a glass of no, wine. No, I think it was confused, but it was a bit confused, and and it was all it was sort of very cliche, you know, an elderly an elderly widow. There's a lot of elderly widows going on. The last episode was about a widow,
2: mm. you know, an
1: elderly widow. Lovejoy helps her out. It's all a scam. It's been done for insurance, and there are some fakes. So I'm, I'm going to give it a five, but it was it was good.
0: I I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a seven because <laughs> I I liked Reverend Lovejoy. And oh, I, like, I like Reverend was it mainly Lovejoy. For Reverend it was Lovejoy. mainly for. The oh, I'll, joy give, of that. I'll give
1: Reverend Lovejoy a nine. <laughs> no, I'm going to give I'm the episode. Really I would <laughs> give, give him one. I would give Reverend Lovejoy one.
0: <laughs> right, on that happy, happy, slightly disgusting note. Yep. Thank you for listening. And <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see you everyone. soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>